Hi, I'm Melody. I'm Candy. And I'm Gabe. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. We are excited today to talk about the topic of salvation. My little boy, Hunter, who is five, came to me and said he wanted to be saved. And so Mama's heart thinks, praise God that Mm, you're asking those questions, that you're even bringing that up at such a young age. What do I do? My Mm. mom was with me at the time, and I just looked at her, and I'm, praise God for this moment. Mm -hmm. It's a moment I want to be happening. You prayed for, I'm sure. I prayed for to be happening. But at five, you just struggle with, does he understand? Mm -hmm. Does he really get it? And several times, you know, I'd said, why do you want to go to heaven? And he would say, because I love you, and I don't want to be without you. And that worries me, and I'm thankful for that. But, it, you know, I just want him to understand the real reason mm-hmm. we want to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just scared me. And, and I let him, you know, through a prayer and how that, you know, all the, the details and all the things mm-hmm. that, you know, a child should know. And he seems to understand little bits of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I struggle now with telling everyone, well, he's saved. Mm-hmm. He's saved because at five years old, yeah. honestly, I can't tell either two of you are saved. I can't tell you that. Only you could tell that. Yeah. And so I want him to grow up remembering that moment, but not to think, since mommy and daddy told me I did that, I must be saved right. when he's 25. So I need some help on that. <laughs> well, I think the good news is, first of all, and I think even Gabe with you and, and Tucker, who ask a lot of questions as well, that's the great news that he's talking mm-hmm. about it. That both of these kids, Tucker three, yeah. Hunter five, they're both talking about it, asking questions. A lot of kids never even get to that place. Yeah. So yeah. that is wonderful. I do think that being a children's in children's ministry and being director of children's ministries and having to kind of go through this with a whole bunch of kids in the past, that um, you do have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. I think that. More than likely, there's a lot of people sitting in churches across our country today that think that they are saved because that kind of happened when they were five or they were they were baptized and they think that did Mama it. Mama said or, I did this, so yeah, I must be saved. I said the sinner's prayer. You can do all those things and still not have that personal relationship. Yes. So I think as, as a mom or as a dad of a child that young, I'm not saying that they could not mm-hmm. be saved. I'm just saying you need to keep asking questions, keep bringing the topic up at times. Mm -hmm. And I think you will begin to see at some point when those answers to those questions, like, did you happen to ask him, do you understand what sin is? Yeah. And he mentioned that he wasn't exactly sure what a mm-hmm. sin is. And then when I said it's when we do bad things, do you do bad things? Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he doesn't completely understand right. sin. And that's okay. He's yeah. five. I was so going to say at a five-year-old level, he, he understands, understands it, yeah. as a five-year-old As would. much right. as he can yeah. right. to be five. I was saved when I was 10 years old. And and I understood the head knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I had been to Sunday school my whole life. I had... You so I understood uh, that Jesus was born in, uh, in in a manger and that he was a baby and that he walked the earth as a human and then 
He was crucified on a cross, and then three days, because that was ingrained mm-hmm. in me. But your mom and dad taught you that. They taught me that. My Sunday school teachers mm-hmm. taught me that. My Bible, that, you know, my children's Bible had even the picture, so I saw <laughs> all that, and Sometimes I hear adults say, I'm just going to make up an example. I still remember going to a theme park or to uh, visit a different state. Or I I remember going to Niagara Falls when I was two years old. Yeah. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> More <laughs> than likely, you probably don't. What you have seen is the the pictures the memories. of you at mm-hmm. Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and that triggers that you think you remember yeah. that. But, oh, yeah. Because, like, for the two of you, what is your very first memory? Have you ever thought about that? What is your very first Oof. memory? For me, I was about five years old, and my mother gave me a surprise birthday party and woke me up from a nap. And I remember walking in and seeing all my little friends in my den. Yeah, you know, that is like my that is like as far back I think as I can remember. Wow. But you have seen pictures when you no, were newborn. I, I don't have a picture, I don't have <laughs> yeah. a picture of that because we didn't have that many pictures back then, <laughs> and uh, so I don't have a picture of it. So I really feel like that was a memory. But the same thing kind of happens, I think, in this situation is that they've heard it and seen mm-hmm. pictures and over and over again. But it doesn't necessarily mean they you understand it. it mm-hmm. and you've got it. But the good news, again, is that they're asking these questions. And I know for you, Gabe Tucker's already asking questions as well. Oh, yeah, he is. And just a few nights ago, we were reading a story that my mom bought him, a book, and it's of the Easter story. And it's, I think, like Mm -hmm. the week of Easter or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's about, you know, from the Last Supper all the way through to the crucifixion and the resurrection. And it's told in a poem form. It's a children's book. Mm -hmm. So... As we're going through that reading, like he points out, like on the Last Supper, he saw, he noticed. I, I didn't point out Judas. You know, you can always tell which one is Judas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He and looks he, a little sheepish. Well, Tucker pointed <laughs> and Tucker goes, he looks mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so he noticed that. So I was able just to explain a little bit. I'm like, well, he knew he was about to make a really bad decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a three-year-old, I think that's about as deep. That's all you He don't do. know what betrayal is. No. no. Like, that he was about to make a really bad decision. He was going to hurt his friend Jesus. That That's Perfect. as deep as you need Very to go. Very good, yeah. Perfect. And even before that, we were on the page about the triumphal entry in Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I read, you know, the people said, Hosanna, Jesus mm-hmm. is coming. Jesus is our king. And then Tucker went, the people said, Hosanna, yay, Jesus. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I wish I had that on recording. So I'm like, yep, that, that's yeah. exactly what the people said. They said, Hosanna, yay, Jesus. Yeah. For a three-year-old. That's, that's all what you the people said yeah. verbatim. Yep. In, in mm-hmm. there, that's that's what they said. And as we get along to the crucifixion, I point out that the you know the cross. When we got to the empty tomb, I said, "And he's not in the tomb anymore. He's alive. That's why we pray to Jesus because he's alive in heaven. That's mm-hmm. who we pray to mm-hmm. because he's alive. He's not dead anymore. He's alive." And Tucker, in his sweet little voice, said, "Maybe we should pray that Jesus doesn't die on the cross. I don't want him to hurt." For a three-year-old, so I was because I actually had those same thoughts. Kind of like, oh my goodness, he's starting to understand. I need to like you know go further. You know, let's talk about sanctification. Let's talk about justification. Yeah, glorification. Well, you feel so much pressure as a parent. Like this is the moment we've been waiting for, and you don't want to mess it up. You're so fearful of messing it up. Mm. But for a three-year-old, and I could see him processing all the way from "Yay, Jesus!" to "Why is he mad?" Mm -hmm. to maybe Jesus shouldn't be on the cross. I don't want him to hurt. Mm Because we talked about how they mistreated Jesus. Mm -hmm. So for a three-year-old, I see him go through this whole process, and I can see his gears turning, you know. And I thought, that was an incredible response for a three-year-old to see 
that was normal. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't get caught up no. in yeah. like he said he wanted to get saved because he loves you and doesn't want to be apart from you for right, a five yeah. year old. Yeah. That is a wonderful reason. That is an exact <laughs> spot to be. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's his reason right now. That's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. But like Melody said, the gears are turning. Yeah. They're asking. And the good thing is they have someone to give them the answers. Yes. Think of, you know, the children that, that yeah. even do have the questions. Yes. Of why am I here? Who is this, you know, God I hear about sometimes mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they don't have anyone to give them the real answers and, yes. and to be truthful and to then them. then it just gets pushed aside never yeah. to return. Yeah. So it's I think it's absolutely phenomenal that they're already at that age. And that's because of you guys. You know, you're doing all the right things to make sure that those questions begin to come. You know, and uh, so props to that. But uh Raising kids is not easy. It's like the hardest thing in the world. And the most rewarding thing in the world at the and same time. And the most time. rewarding thing mm-hmm. in the world, it's terrifying. too. terrifying. <laughs> it is. And that, to me, is really terrifying because I get it. You don't want to do anything to make your child think they're saved if they're not. Mm-hmm. So to know how far to go, how far to, you know, try mm-hmm. to, and you don't want to push. You never want to push him mm-hmm. to be saved because mm-hmm. that's not good. No. So I think y'all are doing exactly what you should be doing and i wouldn't get caught up in in the things like he's asking mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he at least he's asking mm-hmm. right and he understands yeah. separation the separation yes. aspect of yes. heaven and hell so yes and that uh, could yeah. be something that could you may as he gets a little older that separation of you know how you feel when uh, you don't want to be separated from mm-hmm. me well you don't want to ever be separated from god yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah. you could use his verbiage to you mm-hmm and you could turn that around later. I mm-hmm. don't know that he would get that now, but later you can begin to use that same thing to explain mm-hmm. yeah. and to use it as an example. But Well, let's lean on your wisdom, Melody. You have two children that mm-hmm. turned out wonderful. Both know Jesus. Yes. And that is only, can I just say, that is only by the grace of God. And I mean that mm-hmm. completely. Well, and, and I do, you grace. have two, one, they're just great people love Jesus, wonderful Christians that love serving their community and just being involved. Uh, I know some children do accept Jesus at church, whether it's in a church service mm-hmm. or Sunday school or mm-hmm. whatever. And a lot of times it is like in our cases where kids ask questions at home. Do you remember for both of your children kind of when that process started or kind of how they went through that? Yeah, my daughter was more open about it, asking the questions. Mm-hmm. She was older and uh, as an older, like in like 10. Mm-hmm. So it was a little easier for me to yeah. talk her through that. My son, it's funny because y'all, I got two very like quiet, shy children. Where they got that from? Think about yeah. that for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're like their dad a lot, you know, yeah. just more quiet and reserved. But when they got something to say, you better listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That type. Mm-hmm. But so I was able to kind of work with her. Um. And so I knew when she finally made that profession, I was, and and I always, for both of my children, when they decided I had them talk to our pastor, mm-hmm. like I wanted mm-hmm. a pastor, not me to ask all the, I wanted a pastor's yes. Smart. She has got it. Mm-hmm. No, because mm-hmm. we have had a couple situations in the past at my church where I worked, where I knew the child was not anywhere wow. near ready. And mm-hmm. you have to tell the parents that, mm-hmm. you know, in Sorry. a gentle way that they're getting there. Mm-hmm. But as a pastor, you cannot baptize a child if you know they're not ready yeah. mm-hmm. because that's on the pastor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that child is not ready and really has not accepted Christ, but thinks they have, 
you know, that's some dangerous territory. Mm -hmm. That's that I would not, if I were a pastor, I would never Mm -hmm. want that on me. Mm -mm. Uh, But my son who is super quiet and he didn't, I would try to ask him questions and he would give me some, some small answers, but really wouldn't go there with me. Like in a deep way of any kind, Mm -hmm. just like I couldn't get him to just open up to me. Mm -hmm. This shy child on Easter Sunday, when the church is Packed. full, <laughs> I had no clue. I, now, I was worship leader, so I'm up on the pulpit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Stephen walks down that aisle right up to the pastor on Easter Sunday. Now, you have to know how shy mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. So, and I had always thought, now, this is not for everybody, so no calls or letters or, you know, <laughs> but I had always told my children, when you make that decision, you have to walk the aisle yourself. Mm. I'm not doing it with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to be by yourself. Now, mm-hmm. after you go up there, you're there. I will come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that initial stepping out, walking that aisle, mm-hmm. saying to that pastor, I want to be saved, or mm-hmm. I, I, you know, have asked Jesus into my yeah. heart, whatever they say mm-hmm. to the pastor, I said, you got to do that by yourself. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. That's fine. Yeah. That's just what I wanted to mm-hmm. do because I knew then, and especially for him on Easter Sunday, he when it was it. a big crowd, when he does not like a bunch of people looking at him, like he's that behind the scenes kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Even today, y'all know mm-hmm. he's oh, behind yeah. the scenes and walked down that aisle. I just was, I was floored. Like I was just floored. And how old was he? Uh, I think he was 12 when mm-hmm. he did, okay. did that. So I felt like he knew, you know, mm-hmm. what he was yeah. doing. But again, only by the grace of God. It's not us that saves anybody. No, 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 no. Only only God can Mm -hmm. save a heart. But um, every child is different. That's what I I say all that to say this. Yeah. A three-year-old could have a better understanding than a five-year-old. It just depends on On the child. child. Mm -hmm. So never get into a comparison. No, no, no. no, Like with other kids in your church, like the the children at, at your church, Candy, mm-hmm. that Hunter, there could be, most of those kids could do, could, could understand it before Hunter. doesn't mm-hmm. mean one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've heard that, people get wrapped up in that, like, okay, at this specific age, that is the age yeah. that Why hasn't they should be yet? ready Why hasn't or they asked? should be. Well, there's you a lot of that going on, not age. just with Christianity and being saved. It's just like that in everything, in school and mm-hmm. their work. Yeah. There's just always a lot mm-hmm. of comparison on everything now, and adults are just as bad. Oh, yeah. You know, just, so never, that would be some advice I would give you for sure. Don't get caught up in the age that this child did it, this child didn't, why isn't my child doing it? What you want is to be 100% positively sure without a shadow of a doubt mm-hmm. that they know Christ, that he lives within them, and will move forward that mm-hmm. way without ever having to wander. So no comparison. Every child is different. And just y'all just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing the right thing. Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Melody, Candy, and Gabe. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.